Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, listeners. Hello, and welcome to the Bomb Daddy podcast called Girlla. I'm saying, and as always, I'm your Bomb Diggity host, Madam Rose. What's up? <laughs> good to hear from you. Good to see you. Well, I can't see you, but good to hear from you. Okay, and I mean, I can't really hear from you, but glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Um, and welcome to today's podcast. And I'm so excited to have you here because for today's podcast, for today on Grola, I'm saying, Grola, I'm saying patience, okay? We are going to be talking about patience today. And patience, like, what a cuss word, right? Like, just from the sound of the word, just brings me, you know, to tears on the inside. <laughs> And it reminds me of when I was younger, like you ever been so hungry that you wanted food like now, like right now, like I bet you need to heat up that real, real quick to feed me right now. And like when I was younger, I used to be so hungry to the point where I used to volunteer to help out in the kitchen just to pick off the food after it got out or after it just got done or whatever before the whole meal is completed and you know that was just a no-go that was not okay but listen that may not be your testimony <laughs> from when you was younger and used to pick off the food but it's mine and I own it and what's great about that testimony is that there was more to that story that we can learn from but before we take a deep dive into my impatient childhood or my impatient child self Let's define what patience is, what patience is, right? Webster says that patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Now, I'm going to tweak that definition just a bit because while, yes, it works, there's power in the words you speak. So to say you're suffering, it may feel that way, but let me just change your perspective a little bit, okay? Patience is the unintentional or the working definition that we're going to use is patience is the unintentional, unexpected delay or change that intentionally slows you down to build acceptance and what you cannot change and to help you recalculate calmly to do what you can. Mm -mm. Let me say again for the people in the back. Okay. Y'all listening? Okay. Okay. Patience is the unintentional, unexpected delay or change that intentionally slows you down to build acceptance and what you cannot change and to help you recalculate calmly to do what you can. Okay? Now, if I do say so myself, that is a good definition. But now I know my definition can be controversial. And if you're listening in the car, know that person in front of you is not, you know, is not saying I'm going to slow you down and go slower than molasses so you can learn patience. They are not saying that that person don't even know you. Stop it. Relax. Just take a breath. Just take a breath rather and breathe in, out, inhale, exhale, you know, you know, because girl, I know, I know. But everybody say, girl, uh, I'm waiting. 
You know, just say, girl, uh, I'm waiting. Get to the point, girl, uh, I'm waiting. Okay? But now that we're using that definition, let's go back in time to when your girl was impatient and acting up. I mean, no, I'm not referring to last month or last week, but when I was in my single digits of age, and let's bring it back real quick. Now, let me give you some fun facts. I'm a Southern girl, straight up from New Orleans, Louisiana, night world was good, and my mom, man, I loved it when my mom would cook for me and my siblings. I mean, my favorite food was mac is mac and cheese. And no matter what I ate, the sauce, the grease that was attached to the food every single time I would eat it, it was somehow, some of it would go in my mouth, but the other pieces would somehow appear on my forehead and I'll be wiping barbecue sauce off my nose, my forehead, like my ear, etc. Before I could even eat the food and like all that different, well, etc. and all that different type of stuff. But before I can eat the food and tear it up like the little bad kid I was at the time, I had to be patient and wait for the food to be ready, for it to be good, for my taste buds and for me to eat so me being young dramatic and hungry I volunteered to help out in the kitchen so when the meat was done out and out the oven I can be a taste tester and sneak a piece you know same with the sauce and everything else like when that was done I would try and sneak a piece and be taste tester like oh let me let me see you know for another time like the sixth time, the eighth time. Let me just check one more time to make sure it tastes the same as it tasted when I ate it like two seconds ago. Cause you never know. You never know. Like stuff be in the air. Like you never know. <laughs> and I used to try and sneak a piece, but then my mom finally caught me and she caught on and she used to kick me out the kitchen. And then I had to really wait. Like I couldn't even play that game no more. Like I had to really wait. And I was like, you expect me to wait on when the food is, like, you expect me to wait some more when the food is that good? Or you expect me to wait when I have a hunger or drive that needs to be satisfied right now? Uh, How could you? And, you know, I was so young and dramatic. So I was like, oh, my gosh, mommy, how could you? Like, just how could you? But what I couldn't see was that whatever I was yearning for right now, I was going to receive it. It was going to be given to me. I mean, she's cooking for it. She's providing for it. She, you know, she's she working. She finessing in the kitchen for it, you know. But if I take it now, it will only last a moment. There would be no longevity in that because I wasn't thinking about anything beyond right now. I wasn't thinking about being hungry and dramatic tomorrow. I wasn't thinking about my siblings or anybody else. I was just thinking, but what about my stomach and what about my needs? Like, I'm hungry, you know? And just to put that in practical times, currently, if you, well, currently, if you follow any of my social medias at 
Aquarius Fifth on my Snapchat or my Instagram at Aquarius Fifth or my YouTube at Misa Living, you may have heard me say that I'm moving out for the first time ever. And last year, I heard God said to me, I mean, so clear. He said, it's bamboo season and three is going to happen. So I'm super hyped, you know, for all my spiritual people. We get hype after we hear a word from God. I'm super hyped because I heard God said three. So I was like, three months. It's happening in three months. Woo. Let me let me buy some storage bins. Let me look at some places. Let me get everything that I need for my apartment, my place. Like, let me get what I need right now. Let me buy everything that I need. And when I saw... Like, then, like, when I started getting into it, like, getting my place, because it's the first time I ever moved out. So, like, I'm literally a rookie to this game. So, like, when I'm looking for my place, I'm looking, like, at things. I started seeing what it takes to move out and what it takes to get there. And I'm like, wait, be patient. Like, what do you mean? Like, no, 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 that ain't me. God said three months so it's going to happen in three months like no matter what it look like it's going to happen and you know eventually I did get discouraged because three months went by and guess what your girl's still trying to move out okay and but then I got refired and said you know it could happen because I had a vision and a schedule but then 2020 corona happened and I didn't save enough money. My credit score still looked like, what is, th- like, what is that? And so on and so forth, you know? So I'm like, God, what happened? You said it's my season. You said it's bamboo season. My schedule said I'll be on time to work, but I'm running late. But if this construction people will move out the way, if, you know, and then we start going into, if they would, then I could. If they would, then I could. Like, if they could move out the way, then I could be on time. If they would stop doing this, then I could have this. If my mom would stop telling me, stop eating all the food, then I could satisfy my hunger, you know? But what I had to realize is that in order for me to get something or somewhere that I've never gotten to or never been before, I must be patient or I'll lose it as quickly as I got it. You, you know, like, just think of driving on your way to work or going to work. You're speeding to work to mean, like, you're speeding to work to be on time because the construction people slowed you down or whatever slowed you down. And you're trying to speed to get to work. You're trying to be there, get there on time. But you're, you speeding means that you can't dodge all the potholes that was in your way. So now you're taking potholes and now... You have to see a mechanic and spend an arm and a leg to fix what has been broken in the process of you speeding. And now, and like that also goes into other things. You rush into that relationship. You missed all the signs. So now you're not knowing what to do next or where to go from here. You know, or for me recently, me rushing in to do laundry gets me so burnt out that it's left me in that it's left the laundry incompleted and me burnt out and instead of me being patient with the process I now have to wait even longer or I'm still dealing I'm still here dealing with little to no result or instead of reaping a big reward I'm like you know I got to work on time but my car is 
you know, torn up or like I got to this relationship as fast as I wanted, but now I'm mentally, emotionally drained, you know? And I know some of y'all like, all right, you know, we get it. We relate. Get to the point, madam. Get to the point. I need to be patient like now. Get to the point. Where is this coming to? And, you know, I used to be like that too, but relax. Calm down. This is, relax. Calm down. Okay? I'm about to give you, you know, I'm about to give you what helped me understand to overstand opportunities of patience. Because I had to learn something big and something, you know, very practical. To be patient for something that is big or important, you have to practice being being patient for the things that are small and what seems insignificant. Or to run a mile, like to bring it practically to run a mile, you must first learn to walk one. Patience isn't something you get is something you build up or grow rather and I ain't going front I wish patience can be delivered be delivered to my front door every day like Lord give me patience for $5.99 because you know I'm tired of dealing with these kids I gotta deal with these children today and you know you fill in the blank you know but you got to ask yourself, how can I be patient, like, for an apartment or a house? Or, like, rather, how can you be patient for an apartment or a house when you can't even be patient on how you eat? Like, for me, practically, I know I love me some Wendy's and I love me some Chick-fil-A. Like, I don't like Burger King. I don't like McDonald's. I don't like KFC. I don't like that. But Chick-fil-A and some Wendy's? Now, woo. That get me going. But like even listen to what, you know, Wendy's and Chick-fil-A is. All it is is just fast food, right? It's called fast food for a reason. And the food becoming so fast and so readily, you don't even have to, like you don't even think of how much you're spending and how much that can cause your financial goals to decrease and decline. You know, because it's so fast and so in front of you, you don't even have a chance to think about it. You don't even have a chance to remember you cooked already and you have health goals or that like now your financial goals are about to tank because it is. And now you even matter because you have to wait and be patient some more with your financial goals to build up the finances that you just lost from eating Wendy's or Chick-fil-A or, you know, building up the health goals, going back to the health goals that you had because now you packed on some calories. This is my testimony, so it may not be yours, but it's mine where I build up some some calories and some weight and now I got to work extra hard and be more patient to lose, you know, but, you know, now that I finally finished giving y'all some background and understanding so we can get to this point and same level of understanding, let's dive right into what I call the waiting tactic for better results. First, I had to identify the small things I'm being impatient about for like being a patient about in my regular life. You remember I said like patience is just to, it's a building thing. It's a growing thing. It's not, 
you know, something you just receive in the mail. I mean, it'll be nice to receive some patience in the mail because hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Whoever needed patience like right, right now before you blow a casket and then you blew up and then it just all turned bad. (laughs) It happens to your girl too. Like I get you, I get you. But, you know, so like knowing that it has to be built and it has to be seeded so it can grow and be planted. The first thing to plant, uh, to plant patients, you have to identify where patients can be planted, right? A good farmer has to identify soil that's proper for the seed, right? So for me, I have to identify what I was impatient in so I can start practicing patience. And very practically and very recently, for me, it was laundry. Driving to work, putting up my clothes, and accept, like cooking for myself and all these different things. And after seeing my problem and addressing it, I had to understand why am I so impatient and what can I do? Now, let's look at our definition again. Patience is the unintentional unexpected delay or change that intentionally slows you down to build acceptance in what you cannot change and to help you recalculate calmly to do what you can. So very practical with my the example of like driving. I can't change the construction workers being on my way or in my way for work or I can't change this line being long or that he or she wants to take things slow in my relationship, but I can accept that it is or it did happen and change what time I can get up to be on time for work. Or I can change my focus from the line to listen to some music, play my favorite app game Elevate, or decide what to eat later so I don't got to you know, do that nap, like at a later time delaying me even further. Like, and no, I can't change how he or she or they or them feel about the speed of this relationship, but I can choose to stay if I think that is what's best for me, or I can choose to leave and wait for somebody who is ready when I am. Now, we pay so much attention to the problem that we give it power and we forget about what we can do now and that's the problem like we so focus on what upsets us that we don't you know change our perspective and like what is it trying to teach us or what can we do now to help the situation get better for us sometimes that delay is so meant to help you from getting in trouble or seeing that one ex that you just want to WWE slam SmackDown every time, you know? Like, maybe that five minutes of delay, like, you just missed an opportunity that could have been worse for you. And it couldn't and possibly be a negative opportunity, right? Like, literally, I currently live... In an apartment, like back to my laundry analogy, I live in an apartment with one washer and one dryer. Not only that, but it takes an hour to dry and 30 minutes to wash one load, right? And not only that, but now I got to go up and down these stairs and all this requires time and stamina. 
So by the time I get to fold and like complete my laundry, I'm tired and I just want to go to sleep and I want to lay down. I want to eat. I want to, I want to do me. I want to relax, you know, and doing laundry back to back with no breaks was tiring for me to the point that I just leave it incomplete or undone. And when I say incomplete or undone, I don't mean for like another day or two. I mean, incomplete and undone for the week and like so on and so forth, because just thinking about it stresses me out. Just thinking about it makes me get aggravated. It makes me not even want to approach the situation. You know what I mean? So I had to be patient with myself in doing my clothes instead of doing it back to back. I had to accept the delay in taking an hour and 30 minutes for one load. And I had to recalculate my approach to the delay, which is when my clothes are finished drying, then I'll wash the next one. So instead of having 30 minutes to fold and now I got to put more clothes in the washer and now I got to get the clothes out of the dryer, I have an hour and 30 minutes to fold and put on my clothes as well as use the rest of the time that's left to refuel me to do the next load in the washer and then wait for that to be done and throw it in the dryer then take that out then switch it once more and then repeat that routine until it's done now that i have accepted the delay and recalculated my approach to see what i can do now that'll help ease the stress and the tension off of me, it takes a day or two to complete laundry versus a week or two weeks. This is a patient tactic, you know? Instead of waiting in line at Wendy's or Chick-fil-A for food and spending almost $20, and it's not even good for your goals, whether that be financial or it be health goals, I'm going to accept the delay and eating now and drive 30 to 35 minutes home to eat what I have or go to the grocery store to cook when I get home, which not only allows you to keep all or majority of your $20, which helps your financial goals, but if your goal is to be healthier like mine is, you just avoided eating something that will set you back for a week or a month So now you are still on time for your health goals. Patience is really all about perspective. When you honor the weight, the reward is greater. Every time I get delayed, I remind myself by verbally saying, this is just another opportunity of patience. Like, I ain't going for it. I get mad at first. I'm like, are you serious? You can't be serious. Like, girl, like, what? Like, are you serious, girl? I'm saying, like, I got places to go, people to be, like, like, people to be, huh? I got places to go, places to see, people to hang with, and all this, that, and the third. Like, I get mad at first. But then I take a moment and I say, wait a minute. Hold on. This is just another opportunity for me to practice patience and for me to get better with patience. And when you do that, you literally just shift the atmosphere. You shift the situation. You you say, stress, you cannot be here. You say, anger, you cannot be here. You say, you know, impatience and my attitude and everything that's negative that hurts the body, you cannot be here. Instead, 
what can be here and what can live here is patience. And what can live here is what can live here, C-A-N, is joy and, you know, practical uses and things of that nature. Like when you shift the atmosphere, things will start to change for you. Like, I promise, like, I'm not saying you'll be patient at everything in a month because, girl, um, there is just some things that still gets me frustrated and God is still working on your girl, okay? Like, child, mm, pray for me. But, you know, like, I am saying that you may not be great at patience yet, but you are progressing. I will say my life has changed dramatically when I started practicing patience more. I started being more observant of situations. I started being more patient and more willing to do things in situations. I started getting more done, like practically with the laundry. Like I got my laundry done faster and a quicker pace. So now I don't have to schedule that in a week or during the week to like get it done or whatever at a different day because it's already been accomplished. You know, um, like, you know, that's, it's just so important to change your perspective on these things because your perspective would change your outlook. Like I have a quote that says your thoughts dictate your actions and your actions dictate your outcome, you know? So your perspective dictates how you're going to react to that situation and how you react to it dictates your outcome and it's not just your outcome for that moment it's your outcome for future references like going back to the situation with the car like versus saying oh now I'm gonna be late now I'm gonna do this now I'm gonna do that now you know that there's construction workers working on your street early today or now you know that sometimes if you like leave 30 minutes ahead that you're going to get delayed five to ten minutes and that's not something you want on your record so instead of getting up two hours prior to work you probably get up two hours and 15 minutes prior to work in that extra 15 minutes now you have to get to work and now that you're early to work, you don't even have to run in and go straight to the office or straight to your workplace. Now you have like 15 minutes to sit in the car, rejuvenate yourself, and prep yourself to be in a work environment. You know what I mean? And, you know, and it'll be hard and it takes time to get to that space. But, you know, with that being said, I challenge all of my listeners this week that when you get delayed, like, I want you to say out loud, don't hold it in your mind. Like, you could say it in your mind, but for me, saying it out loud just affirms me in the atmosphere. And I want you to say, when you get delayed, this is just another opportunity for me to practice patience. And then after you said that, I want you to recalculate your approach to the problem and see what you can do while you wait. Not only will that help you practice patience, but it also makes you a better problem solver too. So that's a key skill for all my working hard people, okay? And, you know, it's just, this is just really another opportunity to practice patience. And with that being said, I'm glad 
you have taken the patience. Look at that. Look at, we already working with our definition. I'm glad you have taken the moment and the patience to listen. How can you be better at patience right now? Okay. I'm excited to hear from you guys and how, you know, just taking this definition and just our tactic, which is, and taking our tactic, which is to see where you are impatient, right? First, evaluate and identify where you are impatient. Ask yourself, why am I impatient? Then we're going to use our practice. We're going to practice our patient definition, which is unintentional, which is the unintentional, unexpected delay or change that intentionally slows you down to build acceptance in what you can or cannot change, what you cannot change, and to help you recalculate calmly to do what you can. So, identify what you're impatient at, ask yourself why you are impatient, accept what you cannot change about this situation, then like take that moment to recalculate calmly to do what you can to help better you in that situation, right? So that's our definition and I challenge you and I implore you to use it and I'm excited to see and hear from you how that has changed and how that has helped you in your week and in your life. If you don't yet, you can follow me on all my social media on Instagram and Snapchat, which is at Aquarius Fifth, and my YouTube channel, which is at Me So Living. Please tell me how you feel about this episode of Girlla. I'm saying because Girlla, I definitely said a lot today, and I love to hear from you. Make sure you share this podcast to your homie or your homegirl who needs to relax and be patient because we all. We all need a little bit of that. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for tuning in. Please come back next Tuesday afternoon as we always have the dopest conversations ready for you. Okay? And as always, I'm your bomb diggity host, Madam Rowe. Peace in the Middle East and all over America. And make sure you be patient, girl. Make sure you be patient, boy. Because look... The reward that you reap is going to be so much greater. Okay? All right. Bye.